Hello everyone and welcome to Kindergarten Kiosk. Here's E and G with a Valentine's Day rhyme for you. I love you, I love you, I love you, I do. Don't get sad, I love you, If you didn't catch that, that was, I love you, I love you, I love you, I do. But don't get excited, I love monkeys too. <laughs> Today we're going to talk about rhyming. Mom, how do most children learn how to rhyme? Most children learn how to rhyme easily and naturally because they're being read to by their parents and parents are singing songs and doing finger plays and nursery rhymes. And so rhyming is usually a natural phenomenon that happens. But rhyming is really important because one thing that rhyming does is it teaches children to play with language and it helps them notice and work with the sounds that's in the words because kids soon notice when you're saying like Jack and Jill went up the hill to fetch a pail of water. Well, the next time you read it, they'll hear that rhythm and that pattern and you can say Jack and Jill went up the and then they'll say hill all excited because they've caught on that hill fits fits in that part of the rhyme. And so it becomes just hearing language and playing with words and recognizing words in a sentence and patterns just naturally. And so as the kids are playing with the sound, playing with the words in the nursery rhyme, then you can start using um, intonation and like Jack and Jill went up the hill. And it really gives kids a lot of experiences with um, reading, speaking with expression and in animated voices. And another thing that it does that you can do with kids with nursery rhymes is you can help them build their prediction ability. So if you're doing like, ba ba black sheep, have you any? And let the kids guess what word is gonna fit in there the very first time that you read it to help them learn how to um, predict. And so you can say, well, what's something a black sheep could have? He could have um, hair or wool and, and lead up to wool. So it really helps them with that. That also builds their vocabulary, doesn't it? When you're using yeah. nursery rhymes and doing Yeah, nursery like rhymes that. do a lot of stuff. They're very important and and people need to go to grandma's house and dig out those old nursery rhyme books and bring them home and start reading them to their children because they're they're very important they're time tested and kids love them well since nursery rhymes are so important let's hear a couple more here's t and e the rose is red the violet's blue the honey is sweet and so are you thou are my love and i am thine i drew thee to my valentine the lot was cast and then i drew Fortune said it should be you. I love little kitty. A coat is so warm. If I don't hurt her, she'll do me no harm. So not pull her tail or I drive her away. But kitty and I really gently will play. She'll sit by my side and I'll give her some food. And kitty will love me. Because I'm good. <laughs> now, now I want to do more. You want to do another rhyme? Yeah. Rhyming is an important pre-reading skill. Now, if you learn rhyming within a certain amount of time, you're going to build your brain 
and grow neurons, right? Yes. Is kindergarten still within that window? Are you at the end of the window? Where are you at the win- in rhyming? The window of acquisition is age eight. By the so end, can- by age eight, you really have to get primes mm-hmm. in. So it's yeah. really important to check and make sure. It's really important. If a kid comes to kindergarten and they cannot rhyme, then that is something that you attack with full speed. And you don't say midway through the year, they're not rhyming, they're just not going to get it, they're an ELL student, they're not going to rhyme, they're special ed student, they're not going to rhyme. You have they to just get it. Are, they're not auditory learners, they're not going to rhyme. Those are all things you just cannot your say. Window is clo- your window is closing. Yeah. Your window of acquisition is closing. And yes. so you have to treat it with the urgency of that that demands that the window of time is almost gone and if you don't catch it now you it's not going to have the same brain benefits later on down the road because you could teach somebody how to rhyme by showing them visually this word is spelled c a t this word is spelled um m a t and show them they both end with at and say that's what a rhyme is right mm-hmm. you could show somebody visually after they're eight, but it's not going to have the same effect on their brain as when they understand it um, auditorily. Not or, at all, no. because they're going to have to um, do a whole different process in their brain to figure out if words rhyme. That they're going to be kind of like re- routing around your neurological pathway. Right? Yeah, it <laughs> like really creating would. some kind of shortcut to get there. Yeah, it wouldn't be. Um, natural at all I've heard a lot of people that just say because it's difficult when it's really tough to teach a kid how to rhyme that hasn't had that building level those building blocks for learning how to rhyme well especially if you're dealing with teaching a second language at the same time oh exactly I worked with a group today and I did rhyming and at the end of the 16 minutes I had that group, I wanted to hit my head on the table 17 times because it was excruciating. It was excruciating because they really don't have that any of that experience yet. And even um, if I say, do these words rhyme? Cat, hat, they are not to that level to even um, match To them. recognize the rhyme. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they can't recognize a rhyme. And so it's really easy to give up and say, oh, what does rhyming matter anyway? So what do you but, do? What do you do for those kids who are? Well, you have to back way up and begin um, where rhyming acquisition begins with recognition. And you just start reading a lot of rhyming books and nursery rhymes. So you said playing. they are not to the point where they can recognize a rhyme. They no. So, so you are. I'm going to get not. It would be exposure. Yeah, right? I'm going to give okay. them a lot of experiences just to hear rhymes. And after I just read a bunch of rhyming stories, maybe the next session I'll start stopping and calling out um, Jeep sheep. Hey, they're rhyming words. Those are words that sound the same. So Jeep, you identify sheep. it for them. Yeah, I'll just identify it and I'll just start pointing out um, in the story or the rhyme, nursery rhyme or the poem. I'll just start stopping and t- 
telling them rhyming words. Uh, one activity I have that's a good early on activity is I read the book Jesse Bear. There By are Nancy White Carlstrom. Yes, and there's a whole series of Jesse Bear books, and one of them is about food that Jesse Bear likes to eat. And so I've got some little manipulatives of plastic food that I just have in a little bag that I keep in my file cabinet with this game. And so um, I try to change the book. Like, Jesse Bear, like, Jesse Bear likes peas. And so then we do a bunch of rhyme, playing rhymes with that. Jesse Bear likes peas. Jesse Bear likes trees. Jesse Bear likes threes. Please. And at this... Yeah. <laughs> and at this point, I'm still not expecting them to generate anything. I'm just at the awareness stage. I'm just trying to get them to hear language and playing with it and helping them notice how the words are starting to sound the same. And once in a while, they'll like catch on and blurt one of those words out. And that's really exciting. Do you ever do you ever use kinesthetic movements with your rhymes? Like when you get to the rhyming part of the story or a poem, do you ever have them do an action for the rhyme to tie it to kinesthetic? Well, it's it's lucky you asked that because I was <laughs> going to talk next. Oh, <laughs> about look at what, me. <laughs> I was going to talk about next what I like to do after Jesse Bear is the song Down by the Bay. And I like to use sign language with it. So down by the bay where the watermelons grow. And so I do bear in sign language, a bear combing his hair, and do all kinesthetic movements to it and have the kids stand and we dance it out. And if you don't know the sign, you can look at signingsavvy.com and Savvy has two Vs. And that's my favorite website because um, you can easily see how to do all words in sign language. And adding that kinesthetic movement, that certainly does help build the link to rhyming words. So what's your next step after that? So after that, I get out the rhyming tubs that are just little um, the lake Tupperware. Shore the Lakeshore. Right? I, I bought mine from Lakeshore. But, but you, you can easily make your own, right? Just you can easily just get a cottage cheese jar and start collecting little objects that rhyme, that rhyme, like a plastic car and a plastic star and a bee and a little toy bee in a tree. Just go to the dollar store and start buying stuff and collect and sorting them into rhyming tubs. So, and you can even use pictures. Just you could, but print I picture would feel cards. Like I would like objects better. Personally. Oh my, yeah, the kids just love objects. I. Um, it's a little more have, tactile than a picture. Yeah. I have objects for everything, and I've just gathered these objects for years and years and years. And and the and kids years. just are more engaged. And years. I know I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> but they're really engaged. So when I get the rhyming tubs out, they love it. And so I would get out, like, the Ig family. And maybe I would have a pig. Let me see if this is a good example. No, cut that. <laughs> so I would get out the Og family box, and I'd pull out the dog, and a frog, and a log, and a cog. And That's an awesome one. <laughs> I know, it's awesome. Speaking but I do of have teaching a... vocabulary. No, I do have a cog, cog in that. <laughs> I do have a cog in that. So I will say, I will pull them out, and I'll lay them on the table. 
dog, log, frog, cog. These are all rhyming words. Say them with me. Dog, log, frog, cog. Dog, log, frog, cog. They're all rhyming words. I hold up the dog. Hey, can you tell me a word that rhymes with dog? And I point at the words. I'm pointing <laughs> at the objects. These. Yeah, Same I'm pointing as hard as I can. Tell me a word that rhymes with dog. And they're like, frog. Oh, you're right. Dog and frog <laughs> rhyme. Excellent. So I lay down the dog and look at the next student and pick up maybe frog. And oh, no, I always repeat the words again. Dog, frog, log, cog. Dog, frog, log, cog. Same with me. Dog, frog, log, cog. Then I'll pick up an object and say to the next student, can you tell me a word that rhymes with frog? Again, making those exaggerated motions, pointing, and then they will tell me one of those. And so we just do it over and over again, and then I let them tr try to trick each other, but I'm only using four objects and one rhyming family. And so their answers are correct every time. They're like little mini geniuses, and <laughs> they feel a lot of success. It gives them some and confidence. It gives them because a lot of confidence. Because you're scaffolding them, right? You're, yeah, you're not expecting them to pull the rhyme out of thin air. You're giving them some support. Yeah. And so a session, a little intervention session might look like I read them some rhyming stories. We re sing a rhyming song. And then I do some rhyme, the rhyming tub activity. And then we'll play a little rhyming game. That might be a whole session. And then the next day, I'll do all of that, but I'll do a different rhyming tub. And then the third day, I'll get out both of those rhyming tubs, and then they have to start distinguishing between the sounds of two different rhyming word families. And so I just really build it gradually, so and it really does take slowly. a lot of time. Because first you're just doing one rhyme, and then you're only letting them hear two different rhymes, just mm -hmm. really gradually. How long do you find it takes before you start to see some improvement? Oh, I'd say at least three months for the typical child who has not had rhyming experience prior to kindergarten. And that's every day. Every day of? Every day of intervention. intense intervention because they just, it takes a long time. Well, it's actually picking that up in three months, what everybody else has been working on since 18 months. That's not bad. That's pretty remarkable, isn't that it? That is kind of remarkable. Yeah. Now, the two little boys I worked with today that I told you about, we've been in school now, what, five, six months? They still are At least. On it. Well, it's the, almost the 100th day of school, and they are still at that um, just awareness stage. So you're still working with them? Mm-hmm. But they're, you know, their um, developmental learning area. <laughs> How do I say that? <laughs> they're. <laughs> I don't know. How you're that. <laughs> well, don't put that in there. But they're working <laughs> at their developmental level, and they're right. doing what they're ready for, and what right. um, is good for them. Which is the most important thing. Yeah. What What do you do after? you've got them identifying rhymes in different word families. And so after that, you just play a whole bunch of rhyming games of um, trying to get them to 
produce rhymes. Produce rhymes is when they just have to name one more thing. So they'll draw a picture card with a game board game, and on the picture card it will be a cat, and I'll say, tell me a word that rhymes with cat. And they all say bat, hopefully, and that's producing rhyme. And that takes a lot of practice. After you've done all of those initial steps to build them up to it, you need a lot of activities where now you are going to help them um, give an answer of something that rhymes. And then the next step would be to start doing um, visual rhyming. And this is that's with kids who now know their letters and sounds. And that's like taking the word cat and the word bat and showing them the word with the picture, with an object, and saying cat, cat. Well, look, if I take off the ca and I put on a ba, it's ba-at. So you cat, tie bat. the rhyming to the... Um... The spelling. To word families. And the word families. So word families is is the next step that I'm moving to, into right now with my whole group because uh, most of them, I'd say 80% of my students now have become really good at even generating rhymes, which is being able to say cat, hat, bat, rat, fat, sat. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now we're moving into the visual stage of rhyming, which is word families. My thought while you're talking about these levels is that it wouldn't be that hard to differentiate rhyming because while you have one kid who is working on discriminating rhymes auditorily, all you have to do is hand, hand the kid at a higher level of piece, uh, cards with words on them and have them start matching the words while another kid oh, yeah, or objects, a ki- right? Or a kid, a kid a little higher than that can be writing them, can be writing rhyming words. Yeah, it's... It's very easy to differentiate a group, a rhyming group. I think the key is, is to tuning in to where that child is developmentally and going down to their level. A lot of times you have the tendency to teach to the middle. Mm. And if you teach to the middle, those kids that need all those steps to bring them up to the middle are not going to get them. And consequently, they just keep getting further behind. Well, and the kids who are above the middle aren't getting the challenges yeah, that right. their brains need Cer- to certainly. grow either. So what are the levels of rhyming, Mom? Well, the first level is awareness. Just being aware that words rhyme. Like if the tester says, do these words rhyme? Cat, hat. And the kid will say yes or no. And the next level of rhyming is producing rhyming words. So if I say, tell me a word that rhymes with pig, then the student is able to produce one word that rhymes. And the next level is generating rhymes. And that is, um, if I say, tell me some words that rhyme with frog, and they, they will say dog, rog, log, as many as they can. The next level of rhyming is moving to visual rhyming or word families, where the kids then manipulate the the beginning sound and do beginning sound replacement to make new words within a rhyming family. Okay. So if you have a student who does not understand rhyming, you back all the way up to awareness and work with them there. Yeah. Yeah. And you just start reading nursery rhyme books singing songs that rhyme, 
over and over and over again. So, Do you want to know something interesting about nursery rhymes and visual imagery? What? Well, there is a theory that originally Humpty Dumpty was a riddle. But we don't think of it as a riddle anymore because we always see it illustrated. So what do you mean it was a riddle? Humpty the riddle Dumpty's was what the riddle was. What is Humpty Dumpty? Oh, what is he? Yeah, he's an egg. <laughs> but why do you know that he's an egg? Because I saw his picture. <laughs> All right, mom. Thanks so much for telling us about rhyming. You're welcome. Thanks for reading me lots of nursery rhymes when I was a kid. I was kind of a nursery rhyme freak. You still are a nursery rhyme freak. Did you know I have a whole... (laughs) Do you know I have a shoebox in this closet right here that has about 20 cassette tapes of you singing all the nursery rhymes when you were age two? No, but I'm not surprised. (laughs) It's right in that closet. I have them all (laughs) because that's what we did most days all day long was saying nursery rhymes and did dances. (laughs) All the memories. Yep. All right. Let's say goodbye. All right. All right. Till next week. Be sure to visit us on our website. What's our website, mom? Kindergartenkiosk.com. We also want to thank bensound.com for our music. Thank you. And we want to apologize to Nancy Stewart for accidentally adding her song to our podcast feed last week. We love you, Nancy Stewart. Please visit her website at nancymusic.com for great, great early childhood songs. If you enjoyed listening to us, please subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts and rate us and review us because that would be very nice of you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Bye, Lindsay. Bye, Mom.